You know, as we enter the new year, I thought it'd be it'd be fun to take a trip down memory lane and review some of the feminists that we've uh, watched, some of the feminist comedians we've watched over the last year. Not really fun. I mean, not fun's not the right word. It's actually deeply traumatic for me, but maybe fun for you to watch me in my pain, you uh, you sadist. So we're gonna start with the feminist comedians. Uh, you know, scare quotes around comedians: Samantha B and Lily Singh. Now, both of these women were, it might seem, equally unfunny. But I think now's the time to see who, who wins the actual title of the worst feminist comedian period of all time period. So first up, let's check out Samantha B. So my producer suggested that I watch and review some feminist comedy bits. And he, he, he suggested this because evidently he hates my guts, which is understandable. I, I would hate me too if I wasn't me. I am me and I hate me. So, you know. But uh, the thing is, I did actually watch some feminist comedy in, in anticipation of doing this little YouTube video. And, uh, but, but much of it was so bad. I'm a feminist. And usually, like, I'm, um, I'm like, not an advocate of, like, street harassment and stuff like that. Um, except from men that wear grey tracksuits. <laughs> Just so, so, so bad. I remember when Kate Middleton announced her pregnancy. I was like, ah! I wonder if she'll keep it. Who knows? That I thought maybe the fruit was hanging a little too low, a little too, a little, it's a little too easy. And there's all kinds of euphemism packed into that last sentence that you can get into later. But then I thought, if I'm going to review feminist comedy, I shouldn't go for the obscure ones. I should focus on a feminist comedian who is successful, well-known, allegedly talented. And that's why I am going to focus on Samantha B. You know, Samantha B has her own comedy show on Lifetime or whatever it's on. And she's hailed by the media as brilliant and hilarious and genius and so on. That's what the media says about her. I figure she's the best of the best when it comes to woke female comedians. So let me give her a shot. We're going to watch some Samantha B uh, together. And more than reviewing it, I think I want to see if I can find a reason to laugh. I want to laugh at a Samantha B joke. I want to see if I can do that today. I'll try my hardest. Um, so let's watch this together. Uh, let's start with this. We'll, we'll take a look. Okay. Meatpacking workers often contend with cramped conditions, grueling labor, and long hours. So it's unsurprising that plants have become hotspots for COVID-19. If we want to keep our food supply safe, we should first keep our workers safe. So naturally, the president isn't. Following aggressive lobbying from the meat industry, Trump issued an executive order aimed at reopening meat processing plants. Look, it's not shocking the president leapt into action to save meat because burgers, you in danger, girl. Okay. Um so I think there were some jokes in there. I can't be sure. And this might be part of Samantha Bee's genius, that she tells, she tells jokes and, and nobody knows that they're jokes. So she's deconstructing comedy. That's what I'm told. That's the thing about female comedians. Samantha Bee, Hannah Gadsby, they're always deconstructing comedy rather than just telling funny jokes. And I don't mean to imply that women aren't funny. I would never imply that. I, in fact, am, am stating it explicitly. Just kidding. Not really, but sort of. Okay, let's keep going. From Ohio to New York, Michigan to California, this morning the beef shortage at Wendy's is spreading. The company with that unforgettable catchphrase decades ago is now having trouble finding the beef. You're out of beef then? Out of patties? 
It's embarrassing that the where's the beef place is out of beef. It'd be like if someone at Taco Bell was caught thinking inside the bun. Okay, let's stop right there. This is a professional comedian, folks. She makes millions of dollars telling jokes. And yet she's never actually told one, so far as I can tell. And so I'm starting to figure out that, that when people say Samantha B is funny, which I've never actually heard anyone say that, but theoretically, if they do say that, they don't mean it on the scale of comedians, right? They, they're using a different scale. What they mean is that she's funny for a feminist, which is like saying like a, a corn dog is healthy for carnival food. It's just, it's, so maybe if we understand it on that scale, we get into the mind of a feminist, maybe it becomes funny. So let's, uh, let's keep going. With some food shortages and increased prices, the Federal Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program is more necessary than ever. About 38 million people rely on SNAP benefits to feed their families, and last month the USDA announced it would increase overall benefits 40% to give families more money to buy food. Unfortunately, many food stamp households were left out of the benefit expansion because they were already receiving the maximum amount. Now, while Democrats are trying to raise benefits by 15%, Republicans are attempting to block that change. Just for context, the maximum benefit for a family of four is only $646 per month. For Republicans, giving hungry families an extra hundred bucks during a worldwide pandemic is too big of an ask, both because they deeply, passionately don't give a shit about poor people and because Steve Mnuchin needs it to fashion sheets for his bed. My God, my God in heaven, deliver me, Lord. If you feel like you're not getting the respect you deserve in life, um, well, that might be because you don't have a title in front of your name that uh, causes people, forces people to respect you. And here's, here's something that you could get. You could get established titles, uh, your very own proclamation like I have, declaring that you are a lord or lady and you have this and you will gain the respect you deserve i guarantee you all you need is this one square foot plot of land in scotland and um, established titles is a project based on a historic scottish custom where landowners are referred to as lairds or lords and ladies in english in your title pack which uh, i hold in my hand here you'll receive at least one square foot of dedicated land on a private estate and an official certificate with a crest your certificate will include a unique plot number with which you can see the exact location of your land with this certificate, you could officially change your name to Lord or Lady, and you can get it on your credit card, your plane ticket. So this is like a legal name change. I am legally, officially Lord Matt Walsh. Lord best-selling children's author Matt Walsh. Established Titles is having a great limited time sale, so go to establishedtitles.com slash Matt Walsh to save 10% off today. And remember to use the discount code Matt Walsh or just click the link below. That's establishedtitles.com slash Matt Walsh or just click the link below. You know, really, I, I forgot how terrible she was. I, I, I think I blocked that out of my memory, and a lot of these suppressed memories are coming back from my subconscious. I think that's going to be hard to beat. But let's see if Lily Singh has what it takes to earn the title of the worst feminist comedian. So I've been, I've been putting this off for a long time. Months ago, I began my quest to find a funny feminist comedian. Well, not even a funny feminist comedian, actually, because the, the bar is lower than that. I just, they don't need to be funny all the time, or, or even most of the time. I just need to find a, a feminist comedian who can make me laugh one time. I want just one laugh. That's all I'm asking for. I don't even need them to be funny twice, just one time. And so far, I've come up empty. So I tried to laugh at Samantha B. Uh, instead, I nearly died of boredom. I tried to laugh at Hannah Gadsby. 
Instead, I was depressed for three days afterwards, tried to laugh at Chelsea Handler, and instead I left only feeling very concerned. I'm not suicidal. You don't have to worry about it. I did not laugh at any of their jokes or even come close to laughing. So today, I'm getting back on the horse, and we're going to try to ride this thing to victory. Today, I will try to laugh at one of the newest uh, comedy sensations in the female comedy space. Her name is Lily Singh. She was a popular YouTuber who then became a late-night host. I just found out about her existence two days ago, so that's how plugged in I am to everything. She replaced, apparently, Carson Daly. Carson Daly has had a job on television for about 73 years. A little mummy reference, a little Joan Rivers, put them together. It's funny. It's not easy to fill those shoes, is what I'm saying. Lily Singh is trying. Feminist lover. She's a big star, apparently. Maybe she's the one who can crack the code. Let's find out. We'll start with uh, this. This is a, a bit she did on International Women's Day. I am pumped because this Sunday, we're celebrating International Women's Day, y'all. <laughs> now, don't worry. You don't have to remember to go out and get anyone flowers. You just have to remember to go out and fight for equal pay for women in the workplace. <laughs> yeah. I think it's by the checkout at CVS. <laughs> guys out there thinking, International Women's Day? Why don't we have an International Men's Day? (laughs) God bless you, Twitter. Well, you're in luck, because you do. It's actually on November 19th. But you wouldn't know that because you're too busy celebrating it every other day of the year. (laughs) Why do I do this to myself? Why do I do this? I don't, I'm, I'm just doubting my own life choices. This is the level of humor that we're, we're starting with. Every day is men's day, har, har, har. It's so unoriginal and witless that you may as well not say anything. There's no point of even making the joke if that's what, if it's between making no joke or pulling a joke from a Facebook meme from five years ago, then you may as well make no joke at all. You may as well get up there for your monologue and just stare blankly into the camera. That would be significantly funnier than this so far. By the way, you're damn right, lady. Every day is, is men's day. Every day is my day as a man. You are damn right. Every day could be your day too if you just went out and asserted yourself instead of whining about sexism and being so damn focused on how everyone else feels about you. You know, when you sit around demanding that other people affirm you and celebrate you, if that's how you live your life, then yeah, you get one day of the year. That's all you get. I take every day. I go and take it, okay? Not funny so far, but maybe this will get better. Let's keep listening. November 19th is also International Toilet Day. <laughs> now, I'm not, I'm not saying men are toilets, but both holidays are mostly catered towards a bunch of white johns. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Lord, save me. Deliver me from this trial. White johns. That joke made the cut. Consider this, okay? This is a, a late-night show. Presumably, they have some kind of writer's room. You wouldn't know it from the material, but I assume they do. So there were a bunch of jokes that didn't make it to air, right? They actually threw out jokes because they were worse than that. Maybe there's a brilliant writer in that room. Probably a man, let's be honest, no offense. Could be the second coming of Richard Pryor in that room, writing material. And maybe her sense of humor is so bad that she throws those out. The brilliant material. She's like, I don't like that. White Johns, though, that is killer. Let's do that. This is the female equivalent of basically a dad joke. 
But dad jokes don't work unless they're coming from a dad. I don't mean to be sexist, but you got to be a man to pull them off. You can't do a dad joke in a dress, is what I'm trying to say. I feel like not enough people know about International Women's Day. I remember I asked one guy if he knew what IWD is, and he said, yeah, can you believe George Bush lied about them being in Iraq? <laughs> what is you talking about? According to Wikipedia, International Women's Day is only an official holiday in 26 countries. And wait for it, the U.S. is not one of them. That's right. Essentially, it's the difference between how I'm treated on this show and how I'm treated when I try to get a drink at a bar. What? Lily, you don't have to do this to yourself. You really don't. You had a good thing going. You had a good life. You had your YouTube channel. You were making money. This is so bad that Carson Daly is starting to look charismatic by comparison. People are actually pining now for the comedic genius of Carson Daly. That's how bad this is. Maybe that was the, the, the plan all along by NBC. Maybe they, were, they just brought her in to make people appreciate Carson Daly more. I don't know. Do you know why International Women's Day isn't an official holiday in the U.S.? Because it's stupid. Why would we have a holiday to celebrate women? Yes, yeah, celebrate certain women. If you want to be celebrated, go out and do something to be celebrated for. Not just because you're a woman. That's not an accomplishment to be one. Tell a funny joke, Lily. That would be an achievement. You tell a funny joke, and uh, I, will, I, I, will, I will name a holiday after you. I'll build you a statue. I'll name a galaxy after you. Just tell one funny joke. That's all I ask. Yeah, I think both are, in my opinion, equally horrible as I expected them to be. So it's kind of a difficult choice to make. But since I'm being forced to choose one, um, I, if I have to choose, I think the winner of the worst feminist comedian title would have to belong to Samantha Bee. I think I, I, think I got to give it to her. In the end, she is she's the uber feminist comedian and uh, the worst of the lot. But you can leave your comments below and let me know what you think.